0: Welcome to the B4L Besties for Lifeies podcast. I'm Mel. I'm Judy. I'm Viv. And I'm Carrie. We are four best friends from Toronto, Canada who decided to record and share our candid everyday conversations. Okay. Can I just say that it seems like everybody is liking our dating/slash relationship theme based? on our last episode. So to continue with that, in today's episode, we are going to talk about the single life. Currently, our girl Judy is single and is ready to mingle. If anyone is listening and is interested in her, please email b4lcontact at gmail.com. Send in your resume along with your social media handles, and you will be vetted by Viv, Carrie, and I first joking, not really. Okay. So (laughs) dating apps are very common nowadays and that's how I met my significant other. So I'm a big supporter of it. However, it is a crazy world out there with all types of people. And Judy has a crazy story that will top all the ones on Tinder nightmares. Like crazy is almost an understatement and it's better than any movie plot. So it really warranted an emergency meeting where she FaceTimed us and we dropped literally everything we were doing to go full-on detective mode. So Judy, tell us what happened.
1: Yeah, so Mel, you're right. Um, being the single one of the group, I did start online dating, and you know, I've told you guys before where I've downloaded Hinge and Bumble, and and then in Vancouver when I started to kind of get out there and start seeing people or talking to people, the pandemic hit. So it was a challenge for myself because typically I like to meet people in person. But now that there's the pandemic, I wasn't really able to kind of go out there and do my thing. It was more so through the apps. But because Vancouver and Toronto were different in terms of its restrictions, I was still able to go out and meet people. But of course, be cautious of who I'm meeting and if they're like um, always partying and all this kind of stuff, because I don't want to be seeing those people that are hanging out with thousands of other people who might contract COVID-19. But anyway, I went on a few dates for sure. Some of them were pretty crazy, like how Mel was talking about. And I guess I'll talk about like the more tame ones first, where... For the first time, I went on a virtual date during pandemic. So that was interesting. I thought it was going to be super awkward, you know, just doing a Zoom meeting with someone, but it turned out to be okay. Like, you know, we had some drinks. We just kind of talked about life and all this kind of stuff. And then there were these other guys where when I went out on a date with, they, you know, a lot of the time people are on the apps, not looking for relationships, just looking for other things, you know? So when I went out, with this one particular person, he was definitely, like, player status, guys. Like, you know, I I remember just, like, going to the restaurants with him, and he'll just always have that smirk on his face, like, <laughs> always telling me how good he was or whatever it is. And just um, whenever we went to the bar, he'll be like, oh, yeah, like, Um, maybe we can go to the liquor store after and then come back to my place. And I'm just like, no, I'm not comfortable with that. So those are the things that we have to deal with now or like I have to deal with now because I'm just like, this is not what I'm looking for. Um, I don't want any of this. I'm just looking for like a normal person that I can hang out with and and maybe like have a relationship with eventually. But yeah, I, I wasn't like looking for... Anything short term with, with those guys. But anyway, um, and then to the point where Melissa made the crazy story, this one was very interesting and it kind of shocked me. I was really surprised that this happened to me because you know, you see this in movies, or you see people talking about this online sometimes, but you don't ever think that it was going to happen to yourself. So when it did, of course, I called the girls. But what happened was, I went on a date with this guy. And we had our first day, it was really cute. Like, he came um, close to where I was living and brought vietnamese sandwiches for us kind of did a little picnic in a common space area we had good conversation you know he was really nice and we were planning to go on a second date so i go back home to my roommate and i show him i was like yeah like i just went on a date with this guy and yeah he seems really nice i show him a photo and then he goes oh crap judy this guy is married. And I'm just like, wait, what, what did you say? And then he's like, yeah, this guy is married. Like my mutual friend is married to this guy. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, are you serious? Like I literally was just on a date with this guy. Are you serious? And he's like, yeah. And then he started pulling up all the Facebook photos, all the Instagram pics. Cause he's like, this guy looks really familiar. And then he like pulled it out and then confirmed. I was like, Oh my gosh. Yes. There's a particular thing on his head where I was like, Oh my God, this is him. I was just kind of in shock. And then I was like, Oh no, like we planned a second date. Like now I have to cancel because I am not going to go out with a married man. Like that's so crazy. And you know, it's upsetting for the wife. What if she doesn't know about it or all that kind of stuff, right? They've been together for like
2: almost a decade. I think you were in denial in the beginning. Like you didn't believe it. It was just so unreal. I didn't see pictures and stuff yet, right? So I was just like, what? Like, and I was like,
1: wait. And then everyone was like, oh, what if he has a twin? I was like, hell no, yo. Like this birthmark is the same as this birthmark. Like has to be the same person. And then- I was just like, oh, crap. What happened? Because I'm just like, I'm so against going out with like married men, obviously. So I'm just like, okay, this cannot continue. And I literally texted him. Hey, like, you know, I'm going to be busy. Like, I don't think we can hang out anymore next week and all this kind of stuff. And then he's just like, oh, like what happened? Like, um, are you sure we can reschedule? And I was like, no, I mean, let's just play by ear. So that's kind of like the text I messaged him because I didn't want to confront him due to my safety reasons because he knew like the area that I was living in as well. So that one was interesting because I was just thinking, what if he's a psychopath? Like, you know, sometimes cheaters can be psychopathic and you just never know, right? Like, I, I don't even know this person well, so... Anything can really happen if I said something or did something. So what happened after that? I obviously called the girls to talk to them about it. And everybody just reacted like, oh, my God, like, what? Are you serious? You guys can tell them your reaction.
0: We um, debated together and brainstormed on FaceTime how to even respond or react to begin with. Mm-hmm. Because there's a part of us, I think, especially Carrie, where she's like, "Oh yeah, tell him that you know, tell him you figured out he got caught, <laughs> he's, he's oh, a horrible yeah. person. and then there's the other side where I viv is more rational, and she's like, "Um, well, her safety you know knows where she lives and what if he comes back, and all of that, So I think that was something that we had to talk through for like an hour before you even took it back
3: so I'm the revengeful type. <laughs> Um, I was like, this guy needs to be taught a lesson. Like, this is so wrong. We don't teach him a lesson. He's just going to keep doing this to other people. So I was like, we're going to, we're going to plan this date. He's going to come. We're going to bring the wife and we're going to trap his ass. Like, that's what we're going to (laughs) do. Like, we need, we need to teach him a lesson to understand that this is not how you treat women. And we're going to, we're going to expose him, trap his ass. He's going to be embarrassed.
2: Like, like he can't continue his life like this. Yeah, when we were all plotting the plan, I thought you guys were all joking at first with the whole revenge thing because I was like, oh, that sounds funny, but unrealistic. Like, are you actually going to go up in front of him and confront him? Judy, this is like really backtracking, but I remember like your first date, you were like, oh my God, he was so sweet. He was so nervous. He dropped his coffee. And I was like, oh yeah.
1: He did drop his coffee and stuff. And then he even apologized afterwards through text. And he's like... I'm so sorry. Like, I was really nervous. I even spilled my coffee in front of you, things like that. And I was like, oh, like, that's cute. (laughs) You can never believe what people say anymore. It can all be false information.
0: (laughs) I think what also makes this story crazy is that just by the way that he was talking to you and the things that he was saying, you know that He's not an amateur at this. It's not his first rodeo. He's been doing this. He has it all thought out very meticulously. He thought about everything from when he went on a date with you. We thought, wow, that was so cute, so wholesome. But like, it was because it was an excuse to step away at a time that wasn't obvious to the wife. Mm -hmm. Um, He also uh, went near you. So like, we thought that was cute, but it was clearly all planned. So he's not near his home. He also lied about his name, his age, um, and we only found out that he lied because mm-hmm. we, we found proof. I forgot um, about that part.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and so, his occupation. His occupation. His oh, we don't know yet. He, oh, yeah, we don't,
1: we, don't know. Know. we don't know.
0: Yeah, we don't know if he lied mm-hmm. about okay, but oh, his Okay.
1: He's
0: his excuse confident. was my job told me that I shouldn't have social media. Well, guess what? I found your social media.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he told me it's like, oh, yeah, I don't have Instagram or I don't have Facebook because my job for security reasons require me to, um, you know, close my accounts or like something along those lines. And I was like, oh, OK. So a tip out there, guys, if they don't have social media of any sort, do not go out with him because it's like, OK, how do I, you know, how do I do some digging on this person?
0: <laughs> I agree. 99, 99 percent of people have social media and if they don't they're either like very like they're either like the sweetest person or they could be completely psycho so take your bets
1: yeah so like guys previous that I um talked to they all had social media so you know you kind of do that little quick creep (laughs) um but this one in particular he's like no I don't and then until my roommate was like oh it's this guy and then you're like wait a second That's not the same name that he has on Bumble. Um, And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, great. He's catfishing me. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, crap. Like, what am I going to do now? But I felt guilty just because it's like, although it's obviously it's not my fault, but it's just like, oh, great. I feel bad for the wife. Right. So I don't know. Like, am I missing anything else? I I think the craziest moment
3: was when we were stalking the wife and then we found a picture that he actually used on hinge but he cropped her out oh, oh yeah my God. <laughs> oh my goodness remember. it was I it don't was remember exact, that it was exact yeah. same picture and you see her arm in there still but he cropped her out <gasps> yeah. like who are on earth would use a picture of you and your wife but you just crop her out. i'm like i'm like whoa that's a
2: psychopath there yeah his, uh, i her. do remember thinking like oh like what if they're separated and they're not legally divorced here like we don't know their story right no 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 but then but then we found out their wedding was not too long ago and that's how we
1: confirmed yeah it. it's so crazy they just got married like a month before it even happened Mm-hmm. it's so, so insane and they've been together for so long so then it's kind of like oh dang yo what what did you marry another into?
0: another um scenario we were thinking of was uh what if they were looking for a third because sometimes, <laughs> oh, people- my gosh, we saying <laughs> sometimes. oh my were thinking that gosh People go on these apps to look for a third, so that's t- definitely you know a possibility. And in that scenario, the wife would know and would be okay with it. So maybe like that's what's happening. But then when you look on the wife and as women, when you look at another girl's Instagram, you can tell whether, you know, they're that's something that they're looking for or, means, or yeah. into.
1: Or I feel like if if they were or like they were a third, like they would put it in their bio. You know
0: what I mean. That's true.
2: Like uh, like an open relationship, right? Like maybe his wife doesn't care. Like maybe they both have an agreement that's an open relationship. Yeah, I do remember exploring that. Mm-hmm. When what? you said a third, <laughs> when you said a third, I was like, what's a third?
0: I thought you, <laughs> you were exploring that.
1: No, uh, definitely not. That's Yeah, but I mean, yeah, there's plenty of people out there looking for different things and I get it. So when I was texting this guy, he was just like, oh, like, you know, he's looking for a relationship or friendship or anything in between and all these kind of things. And I'm like, okay, cool. But then it's like, oh, dang, like he is married. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty crazy. So yeah, I really wanted to like message the wife, but at the same time, of course, uh, you know, safety reasons again, because he knew like the area that I was in. Um, So then you know, as pandemic went on, I was actually able to um, move back to Toronto temporarily. So what happened was I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best opportunity that we can take to message her. But of course I didn't want to use my real identity because, you know, he would end up finding out like who it was that, um, I guess, blew his, what is it, blew his? Cover. Cover, right, right, right. Yeah, so he... So once I um, moved back to Toronto, I was like, okay, <clears throat> I'm going to create a, a Finsta. So for those of you who don't know what a Finsta is, it's a fake Instagram account. Okay. So I created a Finsta and I already knew her Instagram handle and everything. So I actually messaged her. Like I told her the whole story. I had screenshots and everything. So I DM'd her. And then she actually replied to me, which was crazy because then we started going back and forth and back and forth for a little bit. But unfortunately, she was more so in denial and told me that I was being catfished because that's definitely not her husband. Somebody's using his photos to pretend to be him. Like, where did we go? What did we do? All these things, you know, kind of like the interrogation um, questions. But of course, I didn't want to give her All the specific details because then I know she was gonna go back to her husband and be like, This woman was saying that you guys did this, 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 and he's gonna be like, Oh yeah, um, I remember that person. But anyway, I messaged her, you know, that's all that I could really do. But at the end of the day, she was still in denial, which sucks because now you know they're still together, and like we see. Their, um, we see her Facebook um, photos being updated of them too and all this kind of stuff still. And the funny part is after I DM'd her and messaged her about all these things, she went to private her Instagram account. <laughs> so it was public before, but now it's private so that we can't, I guess, maybe like see what she's up to and stuff anymore. But anyway... If she's out there, hope she's doing okay. But I would be really skeptical of my husband after somebody like DMs me. But like, I get it. You know, I'm a stranger and she doesn't know who I am. And it's like, you know, some random account DMing her that her husband is like, you know, seeing other people and all this kind of stuff. It's hard to believe, right? After you've been together for so, so long. But hopefully she is more skeptical about certain things or kind of looking out for herself more. So,
3: yeah, I think as like a woman to women, um, we all knew that we would appreciate someone coming up to us and telling us what's going on, even though we are strangers. Like we just want to protect each other at the end of the day. But we also know that whatever she wants to take out from this conversation is up to her. It is her relationship. But we were just kind of disappointed because we know a lot of people are kind of stuck in these kind of relationships where you're together for so long and you don't know what else to do because they're all you know.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, I agree with you guys, um, but also due to a lack of information because obviously Judy was trying to protect her own, like her own safety and it was a fence to account versus someone she's been in a relationship for 12 years. So we were mm-hmm. really trying to find the balance between, you know, being truthful and authentic and also protecting yourself right Mm
0: -hmm. and I think Judy the way that you messaged her and how you wrote your message was very empathetic it was very compassionate you came from a place where you truly just wanted what was best for her and you wanted to give her the information and it was really up to her what she did with it whether she wanted to use it or just be a little bit more aware it was Mm -hmm. really in her court um and I think like you did a really good job how you messaged her because um, it didn't come off. I mean, it came off very genuine. It came off very sincere.
2: Yeah. And I think in the back of our minds, we all knew that she probably wouldn't believe it, but our goal was just to make sure that she's aware of it and a little bit more alert in case her husband ever does anything, you know, shady. (laughs) can raise a red flag in her mind i hope she's a little
1: bit more alert now like it's it's hard to say if she is or not unfortunately but um you know it is what it is you know we did the best we can so yeah it is up to her to decide like what she's going to do with that information probably nothing to be honest but (laughs) we tried so that's i think the,
3: i think the craziest part is like he didn't look like a player Like, he looked like a genuinely nice guy. And the fact that, like, you just never know, you can never judge a person by the cover. Like, you just, I don't know. It's crazy to me. Yeah,
1: 100%. Anyway, I think this actually made me a little bit more skeptical, like, meeting people online. But if I do, it's like I try to make sure that they do have social media to kind of look at. I guess, before even meeting them in person, just for my own safety, making sure that they're not in relationships or married. (laughs) Yeah, things that I have
0: to think about now. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the B4L podcast. Have you tried the dating apps? And if you have, did you have any success? Or did you have a crazy experience like Judy that makes a good story for your friends? The dating world can be very interesting. Thankfully, we can always count on our girlfriends to help with some social media digging, to craft reply messages, and to just always have our best interests in mind.
3: If you have been enjoying your podcast, please give us a follow on Instagram at B4L Podcast and on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whichever platform you're listening on. We release new episodes every Friday. Until next time, we are the B4Ls. Bye!